Hello, podcast friends, and welcome back to You Are Good Enough. This is Kimberly Bell, and today we're talking about parenting and we're talking about projections within parenting. And the question that I have is, if you're a parent, um, even if you're not a parent, if you're a person, which you probably are if you're listening to this, my question is, are you aware that you project onto other people? And what I mean by projections are, projections in the way that I'm talking about it are, you know, it's imposed. We're imposing ourselves onto other people. It could be ideas, it could be opinions, it could be my wants, my desires, my needs, what I think you should be doing, right? Those types of things are projections. And talking about this specifically relating to parenting because I feel like as parents, we do this unconsciously. It is a pattern. It is a pattern that shows up often. But at the same time, I feel as though this, um, this can actually divide you and your child if it happens often. Um, and that's what we're going to talk about today is what is it that, that we could be doing and bringing more consciousness into the way that we relate to our children. So if you're a parent um, listening to this, as a parent, we want the best for our children, okay? Keep in mind though, our best is based on our life experience and who we actually are, right? It comes through our lens, through our eyes, right? Best is relative but we definitely come from a well-intentioned place. Most parents do. And a lot of what they feel is best for their child is actually based on the parent's own wounding, right? From childhood, those bullying moments on the playground, or it could be all kinds of things, right? But we do get triggered. So, you know, we try and we don't, we don't want our child to experience the harshness that we did. Okay, but it's important to realize that our children are here to have their journey and part of life is learning how to work through sadness, challenges, difficulties. And if we constantly try and steer them away from life's moments, we enable them to a degree where they aren't developed in this way to make sound decisions, listen to self, be able to have confidence, that they're actually important and what they have to say is relevant, okay? And that they can come up with a difficult decision when alone. And I look at parenting as though we're growing people, right? And growing them to be able to, when they leave our home, hopefully to be independent, able to make decisions, able to work through life, right? And, and they have us to come back to but now is when we lay the groundwork for a child and help, um, you know, help them to grow in a healthy way. And I feel like projections can really get in the way of this and divide parent and child if we're not careful. Um, so a lot of us were raised maybe in a, could be a hands-free, or a parent, you know, hands-off parenting style, which is kind of like, you know what, I, I had you, so now you're kind of on your own. Or maybe you grew up in a dictatorship, which, which was more like what I grew up in. And that is, um, there's a lot of rules. And there's um, a very common theme 
that's known and that is you're the child you do what I ask you to do and that's it um, but you can see where that is very one-sided and it doesn't breed cohesiveness and community and togetherness and let's work on this together that doesn't really help our child navigate and learn how to navigate themselves and listen to themselves and develop in that way so I think it's important that we think about how we as parents could be projecting onto our child and I'm going to throw out some scenarios here so you know we have kids first we go through the we go through a lot of things right the eating and the sleeping schedule and then we go through potty training and and going to preschool and all the you know we have all these little milestones along the way and we start to feel when we get annoyed with our child because they're not doing something that we think they should be doing and oftentimes parents will maybe even just do it themselves because they feel like it's easier but then again remember we're taking that opportunity away from our child to help them learn how to maybe do something or how to get through something you know deal with a challenge um, but the type of projection I want to talk about right now is when we are helping our child maybe make a decision maybe we feel like our child needs a new hobby or maybe we feel like they should pick a specific university or maybe we feel like they should um, listen to me because I might have some great advice about the game they played last night, right? Whatever it is, you're a parent and you've had these moments with your child and there's something that's really important for you that you want to tell your child. Maybe you'd like to tell them that you think this is a good school or you think this is a great hobby. But what can happen is we don't always listen and open up the conversation to our child so that it's a two-way street. Sometimes parents unknowingly kind of like unload on their children because I feel it's because there's a lot of emotional charging that goes along with this because remember some of this has to do with fear, right? Which is, you know, the worrying that um, my child will feel the same way I did and I don't want them to be feeling like they're not good enough. But the tricky thing here is is that if we don't allow for a two-sided conversation, our child could very well walk away feeling just that way. And you would never have meant to have made them feel that way, right? You're trying to protect them from that feeling, but yet you could be somebody in their life that is adding to them feeling that way. And that's why I wanna have this conversation, because it's important. And uh, if I can bring any awareness to anybody listening to this right now, um, well, that would just that would just make my day. Uh, but so that's why we're talking about this. Okay. So, in the moment when you're trying to get your child to adopt your idea, make the decision that you think they should make, those types of things, you've had the moment where you start to feel yourself getting angry. Maybe they're not listening. Maybe you don't feel like you're being heard in that way whatever it is that place inside of you that is getting angry in the moment is like your younger self we can call it the ego we can call it your five-year-old self you can call it the wounded self it's that protector that starts to feel like they have to prove their point um, protect themselves whatever that may be 
But in that moment, I would like you to, um, to kind of pay attention next time you have this. And if you can be strong enough in the moment, this may take a little practice, when you're feeling this way with your child, if you could kind of abandon your position for a moment and become more of a coach, right? Maybe it's less parenting the way that your idea is of parenting. Maybe it's stepping into coach and maybe it's more of a, let's talk about it. And maybe it's more of listening because I feel like, you know, parents might unload a little too much. They could really benefit from developing their listening parenting side. And, and it, it's going to take some consciousness, right? These are, these are ways of being that aren't maybe natural to us, but we're talking about it so that you can keep it in mind maybe for next time. And if not next time, the time after that. Um, so during that moment when we're having a discussion, it's a really great thing to ask questions of your child, right? If you're aware that they might be resistant to the college that you think they should go to, a couple of things I'd like to offer is you can ask them questions about why they feel that's not the right school, right? And you're not looking to get into an argument with them, but you're, you're gathering information. And I guess at the same time, I'd like you to think about why do you want your child to go to XYZ school, right? Is it that you really feel like academically wise, um, you know, the size of the school, the activities, whatever it is, what is it about that school that you feel is really important for them? And, you know, ask yourself, is it because you want people to know your child is actually attending this school in particular? And if that's the case, then you might be projecting something onto your child when it might not be good for them at all, but it might be more about what it is that you want from that, you know, you want it to look a certain way place. And we've all done that, right? We've all made decisions and we've all asked our children to do things because of the way they look. And I'm trying to help people move away from that and actually try to help people make decisions that are based on the best for the individual. So going back to the college, ask yourself the same question, right? In your mind, you know, what is it that is so great about this school? And open the dialogue up to your child so you can actually have a conversation. If you start to feel really triggered or your child's getting triggered, it's okay to take a time out and come back and talk about this later or schedule a time to come back and talk about it. Um, so I'm gonna throw out an experience that I had with one of my children. And this was my youngest child. Um, I have two older boys and I've got a daughter and my daughter, um, I was so excited when I found out I was having a girl because I lost my mom so young. Um, I was 12 when my mom passed and I was like, oh, thank you God. This is the story I told myself. Thank you God, now I'll be able to experience the mother-daughter relationship that I didn't get a chance to finish, right? And so I'm all excited. And one of the reasons I'm excited is because I get to dress her up, right? Like every little girl likes to, not every little girl, but a lot of girls like dolls and I like to dress up their dolls and whatever. And so, <laughs> you know, I guess I was thinking my daughter 
I would have fun putting her in certain outfits and putting bows in her hair, you know, and doing her hair and all these good things. And I was just so excited. Well, things change, right? I, I have my daughter. My boys are athletic, right? And my daughter grows up in an athletic household and she's competitive and she's athletic. And well, she just wasn't too into the fancy outfits and the hair and the bows and all that good stuff, right? She had her own style and that became really clear. Uh, I would say that became really clear for me around three, four years old. She didn't want the cute outfits anymore, right? She wasn't buying into it anymore. And I noticed one moment when we needed to look good and go somewhere and we didn't have much time. And you know as a parent how that can be when you don't have much time. She started, you know, having a tantrum, which was a regular event, right? She would have a tantrum because I'm pushing my agenda upon her. And the agenda I was pushing onto her was that I wanted her to wear this outfit. And she just wasn't having it. And I'm grateful. It was a really difficult moment. I lost it. I completely started screaming, yelling. I lost it. Um, and I had to really talk to myself and, and ask myself, Kim, why is this so important to you? And I realized in that moment, it was hard because what did I want? I wanted what my five-year-old self wanted. I wanted it to be my way. I wanted to get my way. <laughs> so here my five-year-old self is really showing up with, with my four-year-old daughter, you know? Um, and why did I want it my way? I wanted it my way because I wanted her to look a certain way. And this has a lot to do with my upbringing and my, you know, child-parent relationships with my own parents and a lot of things around that. This was all about me and having nothing to do with her. I did want her to look a certain way, right? And I'm grateful that she had a personality so strong that she was resisting what I was projecting upon her. And that taught me a lot. And I've carried that with me. And that is a big reason why I'm doing this because I see what it does to a parent and a child and it doesn't bring us together. It actually puts us on opposite sides of the fence. So keep that in mind and maybe you can identify with my story. But I wanna talk about now, I'm just gonna run through a little bit of a list of what we can do to have better communication and what we can do to start to heal our relationship with our child, no matter what the age of the child is. So it's always important to keep in mind how our child is feeling, right? When we feel like it's, you know, we're getting annoyed and we're in a heated conversation or we're trying to get our child to do something, it could be as simple as potty training, which when you're going through it, it's certainly not simple. And ask yourself, am I getting into a power struggle with my child right now because they're not doing what I want them to do by the timeline that I want them to do it? Because that, again, can, it teaches our children a lot, right? It teaches our children, you need to do everything on my timeline the way that I want you to do it. And we're talking about going to the bathroom. And it, and it might sound a little silly to you, but that's what's going on. This is where we're starting to, as children, learn that this is how we parent. This is how we get people to do what we want them to do, right? There's manipulation involved. There's, you know, passivity involved. There's all kinds of stuff that are, that are going on during these moments. 
So be aware of how your child feels, you know? Um, it's important. Communicate clearly, if you can, what it is that you want. And if you're not sure what it is that you want, think about what you want and be clear in your delivery with what you, you want your child to know or what you want them to, to think about. Um, be direct in what you expect from them. Allow a space for you to be able to listen and for the child to also feel heard, right? Because we know what it feels like to not be heard and to not feel fully understood. And it, it can add a lot of frustration and resentment, um, not only within that individual, but to our relationship. Try and show your child that you value what they're saying, right? Uh, compliment your child's character. I think it's great when we can, as parents, we put so much, so much, excuse me, emphasis on their achievements and what they're doing. And so we've created a society where doing is far more important than perhaps our character, right? The individual that we actually are. And I'm suggesting we start to focus more on the inner person rather than the exterior of the person or what they're showing us that they do um, and realize that it's, it's most important who they are and what kind of a person they are. Um, you know, what we do comes and goes, right? But it's our value. Our value lies in who we are. And if we come from that parenting mindset, um, then we will start to shift the way that we're, we're parenting our children and we'll, help, and we'll help promote them to be parents who also value the character of the person um, as well as what they're achieving, right? But focus will be more balanced on the inner person. Um, maybe you've created a dynamic where you expect your child to always do what it is that you feel like they should do for you, right? Some parents feel like they had a tough upbringing and now the world owes them. So I ask you the question, are you that parent that feels like your child is working for you and they owe you things because you are the parent? And that's, that's also a tricky place because what that does is that divides us once again. It doesn't make us feel like we're part of the same, right? Uh, it makes us feel like there's hierarchy involved and that breeds anger, frustration, and can resentment, um, especially over the years. So keep in mind that your five-year-old self could be coming into play. And if that's the case, then stop and just take a listen to yourself. Even just taking a beat of time without a quick reaction will help you and you'll walk away feeling better about the conversation. When you are in a moment of helping your child make a decision, you know, this type of conversation, it's important to keep in mind how you want to walk away from the conversation. How do you want to feel when the conversation's over? How do you want your child to feel when the conversation's over? Right? How do you want everyone? And when I do this for myself, I really pray that everyone's needs get met because I feel like it's important how we all feel, not just one of us, right? Um, so keep that in mind and try and let go of your resistance 
in the moment, right? When you feel the resistance coming from your child and they're not taking what you're saying and they just kind of want to go to their room, whatever that is, let them go. Say, you know what? Sorry. You know, maybe the timing isn't so good. Um, I can feel that you need, you want to go. Um, maybe we can talk about this later, or I would love to talk about this later, right? Um, and focus on supporting your child and their needs. Um, all parenting moments are impressionable on our child. And keep in mind that we are, because they do watch us all the time, especially during the challenging times, we get to show them how to be when they're experiencing these same types of things. We model behavior for a child all the time. Um, be a good listener. Okay, be more aware of your listening and maybe put more focus on listening rather than speaking to your child because they're used to being, um, you know, they're used to getting spoken to quite a lot and told what they need to do by school, by us, by everybody. Um, sometimes it's okay too to really, if you're mindful that you have an agenda that's what I might call a lower vibration that might be of something that's related to something superficial um, or something you now that you think about it you know it is coming from a funny place it's really okay to say you know what let's reconvene I'm having some funny feelings about this it's okay to come back and do that and abandon the agenda in the moment um, it, it shows our children that it's okay to take time to process things and to make a better decision right, for all of us. That shows that you're being really mindful about, about it. Um, and I guess if you find, if you're a parent and you do find that you're getting triggered by things, I apologize. Lawnmowers, of course, when I'm doing my podcast, start coming up all over the neighborhood. Um, but if you are a parent and you feel like you're getting triggered a lot, then I invite you to sit down and ask yourself why. So take a piece of paper and you have whatever it is in your mind. You write down why you're getting triggered by something, right? And then you look at your response and then ask your response why. And then write down that next answer. And then look at that next answer and ask another why question to that answer and keep going Honestly, keep going. It could take three to four responses before you get to the root of what is really going on for you. And my experience is when parents feel like they have to get their way all the time, it's because they haven't embraced themselves fully and taken the time to love themselves more and to be more of their own best friend that's my experience so I'm gonna leave it here I really hope this was helpful um, my hope in sharing these types of things is that we can build more trust with our children teach them how to uh, encourage them how to express themselves in a safe environment and promote conversation right rather than the one-sidedness of doing and and that's it I hope this was helpful and uh, and I'll talk to you guys soon thanks so much for tuning in 
Uh, check me out at onetruejoy.com. Uh, check out also my book, Empowering You, 11 Ways to Shift Your Personal Paradigm. This is a book that I truly believe can help you at the very beginning of learning how to finally embrace yourself when it comes to truth, gratitude, having compassion, and learning forgiveness for yourself and for others. Have a wonderful day. Always, it's my pleasure. Thanks so much.